Father Abraham had many sons and daughters too. Many sons had Father Abraham. Welcome to Concafe for the 28th day of February. This is the last day of this wonderful month. Wonderful people got married in this month. Wonderful people were born in this month. And so we praise God and thank him for his blessings. And oh, sadly, some wonderful people also passed away this month. May God's comfort be with them. But we're looking at Romans, Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 4, verses 1 through 5, and then verses 13 through 17. In a devotional, we're calling something out of nothing. Keep that in mind, something out of nothing. And I pray this bring a blessing to your life, and it may be a blessing that makes you get to where you want to be and to become the person you believe God wants you to be. It's never too late to become the person that you want to be. And so now, let us prepare with a spirit of worship and reverence and willingness to receive from God a blessing. Um, let us hear the word of God, verse 1. So how do we fit what we know of Abraham, our first father in the faith, into this new way of looking at things? If Abraham, by what he did for God, got God to approve him, he could certainly have taken credit for it. But the story we're given is a God story, not an Abraham story. What we read in Scripture is Abraham entered into what God was doing for him, and that was the turning point. He trusted God to set him right instead of trying to be right on his own. If you're a hard worker and do a good job, you deserve your pay. We don't call your wages a gift. But if you see that the job is too big for you, that it's something only God can do and you trust him to do it, you could never do it for yourself no matter how hard and long you worked. Well, that trusting him to do it is what gets you set right with God by God. Sheer gift. That famous promise God gave Abraham that he and his children would possess the earth was not given because of something Abraham did or would do. It was based on God's decision to put everything together for him, which Abraham then entered when he believed. If those who get what God gives them only get it by doing everything they are told to do and filling out the right forms properly signed, that eliminates a personal trust completely and turns the promise into an ironclad contract. That's not a holy promise. That's a business deal. A contract drawn up by a hard-nosed lawyer and with plenty of fine print only makes sure that you never, you'll never be able to collect. But if there is no contract in the first place, simply a promise, and God's promise at that, you can't break it. This is why the fullness of God's promise depends entirely on trusting God and His way, and then simply embracing Him and what He does. God's promise arrives as pure gift. That's the only way everyone can be sure to get in on it, those who keep the religious traditions and those who have never heard of them. For Abraham is father of us all. He is not our racial father. That's reading the story backwards. He is our faith father. We call Abraham father, not because he got God's attention by living like a saint, but because God made his, listen to this, God made something out of Abraham when he was a nobody. Isn't that what we've always read in scripture? God saying, Abraham, I set you up as father of many peoples. 
Abraham was first named father and then became a father because he dared to trust God to do what only God could do. Raise the dead to life with a word, make something out of nothing. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. We say, gracias a Dios. Thanks be to God. And again, welcome, dear friend. I pray this truly blesses you. Now, I admire many of the characters in the Bible. My favorite is Peter and the way he acted on many occasions impulsively and hard-headedly. He reminds me of someone I love very much. <laughs> yes, me. <laughs> but I've always been in deep admiration of Abraham. Every day brings me closer to his age, by the way. He was of retirement age when we first met him back in the Bible, the Old Testament. And out of the blue, God visits this old man and asks him to do something many people of much younger years would not do. And that was to move. To move away from his family, from his homeland, and to go somewhere else, somewhere new, at God's invitation. Now, I'm a retired United Methodist pastor, and so I know the work and stress behind any kind of move. In fact, the first call I ever made as a district superintendent and told the pastor that he and his family were moving, I cried afterwards. I waited, of course, until I was back at the hotel and my wife completely understood. It's hard to move. Even with movers involved, it is a task I no longer like to even consider at my age. <laughs> I know times were different back then, but still, two men and a camel were not the best movers around. And the passage, if Paul had been more considerate and thoughtful, no, and this passage is Paul being more considerate and thoughtful than I'm being. <laughs> You see, this is a God story, not an Abraham story, and certainly not an Eradio story. All that happened was caused by God, and Abraham saw it, as Paul says, as something to enter into. Now, Abraham trusted God, and so was able to say yes to what God asked of him. It was an offer that Abraham could not refuse. The promises made to him, even at that age, enticed him to say yes and off he went with his wife Sarah it was a covenant not a contract that God was offering a covenant is holy and sacred it's more as Paul says like accepting a gift all this happened because of faith by faith Abraham said yes and by faith Abraham became father Abraham and by faith, Abraham became something out of nothing. I love that because you and I have been there. Some of you are on the way there. God visited us. God invited us. And we said yes. And our journey began. We have been blessed on our journey because we trust God and we know that God is with us and that God will guide and bless us if we let him. And we do not because we want to become somebody. We do it not because we want to become somebody, but because in God's eyes, we already are somebody. We matter to God. You matter to God very much. And because of that, we enjoy and we are blessed by the blessings and rewards that have come to us as we make our journey with God. Let's pray. Loving God, bless us as we continue our journey. We're in the midst of a Lenten journey, Lord, as you know, and we pray that 
you would allow us to help others on the way by loving them and sharing words of encouragement and by making our journey company even bigger. And it's in Christ Jesus' strong name that we pray. Amen. Dear friend, have a great blessed day in the Lord. I thank you for joining us and being a part of this ministry. I pray if this has blessed you, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, tell others about it, forward it to someone if you think they need a blessing. Here's your call to action. Say yes to God, always. Say yes to God, always. Receive my blessings of love and joy. I'm Pastor Adali Valverde. I thank God for you. I love you, and I pray the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.